You're listening to the Cleveland Comedy Network. My name's Steve Guy, the host of Happy Hour with Steve Guy, where I get to sit down and interview people who are from Cleveland originally or doing very cool things in Cleveland. It's all part of the Cleveland Comedy Network, just like the show you're about to listen to. To keep up to date with all the podcasts coming to the network, go to clevelandcomedyfestival.com slash the network. Hey, welcome to Tencent Beer Life. Welcome back to Tencent Beer Life. I'm your host, Kyle, as always with my guys, Brian and Dave. What's up, dudes? It's recovering from this weekend, man. Did you? Well, what do you mean? You recovering? Did you have a rough, did you have a rough day? You know, I, I did a, a decent amount of drinking on Friday um, with you guys. We, we had a Tencent Beer Life in-person non-podcast get-together. Yeah, where we it was played, fun. Uh, played board games and uh, had a good time. Yeah, I uh, I had a abruptly bail. As soon as the board game was over and we sat down on the couch, everything hit me, and I just like called an Uber and I was like, I got to get the fuck out of here. I I I am too drunk. I need to go home. <laughs> I I ended up falling asleep on the couch at some point, and Sarah came down at five o'clock in the morning to get me and was mad at me. Ah, oh, sorry, dude. I'm a bad influence sometimes. Um, Who lost Kyle? I'm still here. And we lost Dave. I'm still here. We lost you, Brian. I wonder how this recording is going to pan out. If it's just me talking, if it's all of us talking. It's all of us. I don't know. Brian, we can hear. Is my internet this time? Yes. Am I the only normal one? Am I the only fucked up one? Can he he hear us? He can see us. I can see you now. We've we've been able to see and hear you the entire time. Okay. What What a fun podcast. Yeah. We just lost you, but we could see you perfectly. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> you both froze, and I couldn't hear anything. I think it's your internet this time. I'm, I'm. It's showing good signal. Yeah. Well, we'll continue. So, sorry, I'm a bad influence. Is what I was saying. Oh no, it's not like that is uh, a super uncommon thing to happen. It's just when I when I mix a few different things together, it makes me a very sleepy boy, and I just kind of uh, go to sleep wherever I am, which is usually the couch. Yes, I know when Sarah went to bed, she said, Brian, don't drink too much whiskey. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, you know, I I had a decent amount. I mean, I, I feel like I was properly buzzed, but not anything crazy. Um, is there a rebuttal there, Dave? I was just going to say, uh, Kyle was slurring his words. I behaved myself for once. <laughs> and, uh, and I was somewhere yeah. in the middle. Yeah, you and you were home, so yeah. it wasn't like you know you yeah. were good. You were playing mad video games. Yeah, uh, fractured but final fight, and then I played uh, Stick of Truth. Yeah, I felt like I was good until Sarah went to bed, and then I was just like, oh, I could be drunk. <laughs> like I had buttoned my pants after she went to bed. Like, oh, stop it! <laughs> I'm a mess. Actually, I can't keep it up. <laughs> Um, I I had a great night. That was fun. Do you guys like Catan? Is it is it everything I I made it out to be? I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I'm uh, Dave rolled his eyes. <laughs> I rolled my eyes because I'm over here watching strategy videos. 
<laughs> yeah. Because I should have won yes. that second game. And that makes I me just so happy. I just didn't know how to play. But uh yeah, dude, it's fucking on. Not only that, um that game is coming to PlayStation like this week. And they have Wait, like what? uh Settlers of Catan is coming to PlayStation this week. And you oh. can Oh, there goes Brian. You can uh can you hear us? I can hear you. I can right. see you, everybody. Uh, it, just it looks push like, through it. Yeah, just, just push, push it. through it. So it's coming to PlayStation, and you can do where the PlayStation puts it on your television, uh, the board, and then each player manages their resources on their phone. So, oh. however the fuck that works. But then also, you know, you know, a handful of people, uh, four people, six people, or whatever you said, online can get together in like a group chat and play you know like any other game hell yeah i want it i'm making that happen yeah but you got the regular version i want all the versions <laughs> it is I a played, dope game i played on my phone i played one round and i didn't know the buttons yet i won i won which nice. was nice but uh i i I almost just spent like twenty dollars, like because you—it's one of those games where you gotta buy coins. And I was just like, "Do I just buy all these coins now?" And I was like, "Let me, let me make sure I like playing it this way." And yeah, they, like you're talking with the expansions. Yeah, well, no, it was like I played a game and I was like, "I'll play another," and they're like, "You must wait twelve hours." And I'm like, "What the fuck?" Oh, I, I think it's five bucks to buy the base game, and then each of the uh, expansions are five bucks as well. At least that's what it was when I bought it. Okay, bet. But yeah, I like, that is a, a, the Kenny family official game. I like how we were, you know, three quarters of the way through the first game and without even being like, hey, this is what I'm doing right now. You know, one of like either you or Sarah asked Kyle, like, oh, how do you like the game? And he's like, I already bought it on Amazon like yeah. 20 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I've, I talked about it in nauseam to Allison already. In uh, nauseam. You guys are welcome right? over. I I got enough to for all five of us to play. I got the expansion. I ad, talked to her. Oh, go ahead. Ad nauseam. Yeah. Ad nauseam. What I said. At nauseam. You said in. <laughs> I didn't say in nauseam. Did I? It sounded like it. I said at nauseam. A T. It's ad nauseam. I, I'm pretty sure you said in nauseam. No, I, talk, I don't think I talked so. Talked to Allison in nauseam about it. <laughs> okay, I might have. I might have. I don't fucking know. We'll hear it on the replay, and it's either going to be like, fuck you, Dave, or fuck you, Kyle. You know, One of the two. Um, yeah, but it was a lot of fun, man. I had so much fun. Um, and then that's like when my weekend fucking spiraled. And my mom came to visit, which was great. She hasn't been up in a while, so I had a lot of fun with my mom. Good. Like, we had a, we had a good weekend, but uh, Saturday, well, Friday night, I came home. And if I'm drunk, I'm sleeping on the couch. Unlike Sarah, we've been married a long time. Allison doesn't want drunk Kyle anywhere near the bedroom. <laughs> I don't get frisky. It's just I'm a fucking monster to sleep in next to. You know, I'm just snoring and <laughs> farting and, like, not moving. <laughs> so I just know now, like, sleep on the couch. So typically I'll throw on, like, a Royal Rumble or, like, a WrestleMania and just kind of doze off. Um, and I got... My nieces brought over a flaming hot Dorito, a bag of them. So I went and got a bowl of these and laid on the couch. 
and was eating these flaming hot chips. And then I fell asleep and I spilled the bowl of flaming hot chips (laughs) on the couch and then slept on top of them. Oh my God, dude. Did Betty get to them at all? Not all of them. I'm sure she ate some. Oh boy. I'm sure she ate some. But like when I woke up, like I had that like green like pullover thing on. I had like chips stuck to it like I was a fucking sheep. <laughs> <laughs> there was like crunched up chips stuck to my stomach to wear like that. It stayed the couch, it stayed the pillows, it stayed blankets. <laughs> That's it amazing. Was terrible. Dude, I I was so fucking embed That's what I texted you guys like Sorry if I was, a ma- I didn't realize I was that drunk <laughs> and I know I had a buzz, but I was like, Jesus Christ, like I fell asleep on top of a bag of chips drunk. You know, it's just, uh, uh. that's yeah, awesome. Dude. And those stain like a, a dark red, like a deep dark red. Cause they're, you know, just covered in that fucking dust. Yeah. I mean, I scrubbed the couch. So there's like a spot on the couch where it looks like there was a stain, but it's not red. Thank God. Um, I think one of the pillows is ruined. I haven't washed it yet. I just threw it into the basement. But uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So and then I was hungover all day. Um, I went to lunch with a buddy, but outside of that, like at six o'clock, I was in my underwear laying in the, the dark bedroom. Um, so it was just a rough day, and then I recovered, you know. But Saturday was rough, man. I was like, ooh, was I that's I thought I embarrassed myself pretty good. Pretty good old Kyle getting a little too drunk. You didn't embarrass <laughs> yourself here at all. You just like Dude, it was I like all, so. out of nowhere, you're just like, I'm out, I'm leaving. <laughs> so you were what just you, dipping. No, it wasn't out of nowhere. He announced it like thirty minutes in advance. You you were checking your phone, you were texting with Allison, you were like, I gotta go pick Allison up. And then during that time, the sentences just started getting slurrier and slurrier. Okay. Now I remember. And then then you were like, all right, my ride's here. And you got up and left. You kept apologizing for leaving. I was like, dude, I was ready to go myself. I know we were playing Mario Party, and I was just, you were like, Kyle, you have to hit the flipper. And I was like, (laughs) oh. I'm a drunk bitch. I'm a drunk bitch. I'm not even paying attention. (laughs) Yeah, you were balls deep in the phone, and it would be like, you know, welcome, Mario. You have to do this, and you would press A, and then you would go back to your phone, and you still got to press A like six times before any of the other rest of the game can move on. I can that live was with funny. This. Yeah. I can live with this. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, that was that was I woke funny. up Saturday. I had like a, a sore throat. I was like sinus issues all weekend, but um, like a mild hangover, but I got to sleep in pretty well. And then my sister and her soon-to-be husband were in town with two of his kids who were making their first trip to Cleveland, so that was a lot of fun. They live in North Carolina, and uh, we we played some Mario Kart. I got my ass beat. We um, had a good time over at my place playing cards and shit, and then yesterday we, we were down uh, in the flats. I, I'm a flats person now. I, I go to the flats a lot. And uh, not anything I saw for myself or wanted for a long time, but between Barstool and family events, my sister's getting married in the flats, so I'm, I'm going there a bunch, and I'm not hating it so far, surprising myself. It's not terrible down there, man. It's I kind of like hate it, it as well. But you, Do you? What do you hate about it? The parking? The people. 
Mostly the people. <laughs> Mostly the people. <laughs> but yes, also the parking is fucking like I I know where to go um for free parking and when I do the podcast I always give free parking. But like right now we're doing it in the off season where hardly anybody's down there and the bars aren't even open on Thursday nights. Come the summertime, doing the podcast down there is going to be brutal. Yeah. But right, you know, the times I've been going now, it's pretty empty and I'm enjoying it when it's empty. But when it gets packed with, uh, you know, 22 year old Quicken Loans employees, I, I don't care for it. No. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. There's a. It's a it's it's a hot it's hot kid club down there on like Friday Saturday night, dude. Yeah, I'm so out of place. Anytime like friends come in, like let's go out, let's go to the flats. I'm just like, what are we doing out here? <laughs> let's go to one bar in Lakewood and just stay there. Yeah, I know a place with a good dartboard. Let's go there. There we go. That's 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 pretty much me, what what I like going out. Dive bar city. Yeah. Yep, dude. When you were like, well, you guys want to do something, you were like, do you want to go out? And I was like, who is Brian Kenny? He who he wants to go out. I didn't say that. You offered it twice. Yeah. yeah you want to go out somewhere? You guys want to go out somewhere? I don't think I did. You definitely did. Check the receipts. I was bro. saying, do you want to go to your house or do you want to come here? Before that. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, no, I did not want to go out. So I'm surprised that that, that would have made its way into the text chain. Yeah, well. Good. I'm glad we didn't. I, I kind of read between the lines, I guess. But I don't know if you were trying to appease everybody or what. But I was like, I don't want to go to a bar. Probably. Yeah. I, I'd imagine just trying to see what you guys had in mind. But my goal is always just to be here and to not go anywhere else ever. We know that about you. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I don't know. Then my mom came up. It was tight. We just drove around Cleveland. We gave her her Christmas present finally. Because you remember at Christmas, was that fucked up storm a couple days before, so we didn't go back. And she came up because she wanted to watch the NBA All-Star Game with me. Ooh. She Which came up I, specifically to watch the NBA All-Star Game? Well, she was just, I need to get out of the house. I'll drive up to Cleveland, stay. And uh, it was a great visit. I haven't seen my mom in a while, uh, so it was super nice. But uh, we went we went to yours truly down in Playoff Square, and then... We like drove around Cleveland. That's when I texted you. I said, Are "You guys in the flats?" Because yeah. Allison was like, "I think I just saw Brian's dad. Is it, was that him with him?" And I go, "I don't see Brian, but they might be in the flats." Yeah, we drove separate. And my like, we left a couple minutes before my my folks did. And uh, yeah, you, you caught my dad walking out of Punchbowl Social, and that's where yeah. we were for a couple hours. Yeah, nice. So, um, yeah, that's why I texted. I wasn't being creepy, but. <laughs> Brian lives in the flats and then we were just showing her the flats and then we get home and we just played games all night, which is great. Uh, but at one point, uh, Betty's going fucking ape shit and there's like stray cats and shit. So I let her out and like, I don't see anything and she's like being real curious. And then this dog comes fucking running across the street and, uh, the dog's friendly, the dog's friendly. And I'm going, okay. And I go, Allison, come out here. There's a dog fucking running loose. Grab some treats. Wrangle this thing in. Let's let's get it back to its owner or whatever. So Allison comes out and she goes, I don't know if it has a tag on it. I said, it has a collar on it. I can see the collar. So the dog's coming up. The dog runs up on our porch. And then, you know, we're trying to like, okay, come here, boy. You know, and dog fucking jets out 
into the street. And as the dog runs out into the street, there's a fucking pickup truck barreling down speeding. And I I yell, stop real loud. Uh, And then I close my fucking eyes because I was like, I'm not watching this dog get hit. And this was a 30-pound dog. It was smaller. Yeah. Maybe 40. I don't know. It wasn't a big dog. It wasn't a vicious dog. Fucking boom, hit. Dude, dog got hit by a car. I run in to get my phone to call the cops. The truck takes off. Truck does not slow down, doesn't stop. Fucking prick runs over a dog. Allison goes out to help the dog. The dog gets four pieces in on Allison. (laughs) Fucking bit her hand, her leg a couple times, her arm. Damn. Uh, Fucked her up a little bit. She's fine, so it's fun to laugh about it now. But um, Yeah, so it was just like fucking chaos. So the cops come, the cops go, we know this dog. We were just at the house of the owners 45 minutes ago. And it's, you know, six, seven houses down the street. The owner comes up. This dog's fucking laying here. And she's like, I can't deal with this. And she's like being like nonchalant. We're like, what do you mean? It's your dog. And we're like, you got to get this dog to a vet. And this, this, this woman, the dog owner had the audacity to say to Allison, what's this bitch even doing here right now? And Allison was like, your fucking dog bit me. I'm trying to save its life. Fuck you, bitch. I'll whoop your ass in front of the cops. So the cops are yelling at us, like, go inside. And I'm like, would you call a fucking ambulance? She's all fucking bit up. The cops like, I called an ambulance. Shut the fuck up. So we're, like, screaming with the cops and screaming with this girl. And uh, the cops eventually were like, we understand why you're pissed. And the cops were like, you need to pick up your dog. And she's like, I can't do it. And we're like, what the fuck? What the fuck? So the cop ends up scooping the dog up in a box and taking it to the vet. And, like, nothing happens. You know, they fucking bandaged Allison up, told her she needs to go get tetanus shots today. So Allison had to go to the ER today. She's fine. Everything's good. We called the police department. And they told us, we said, hey, did the dog make it? They said, no, the dog didn't make it. And we were like, so it got killed? Was it dead before it got to the vet? They said, no, we had to put the dog down because the fucking owners wouldn't claim it. Fucking pieces of oh, shit. Oh, Jesus, dude. Way more pissed about that than Allison getting bit. That is the scummiest fucking thing I've encountered in a lot of years. In a lot of fucking years. You have a I dog, mean, fucking take care of it. They had to put it down right away? They couldn't like put it up for adoption or anything? Its legs got ran over, I think, is what happened. Oh. I mean, so like basically they were like, we're not paying these medical bills. And then they euthanized it. Had they have called us, we probably would have paid for these fucking dog legs and <laughs> saved this dog, you know? I mean, Allison was very invested in saving this dog. So yeah. She got bit. Four fucking times. <laughs> so the cops left and uh that night and then like ten minutes later our fucking DoorDash came. And the whole time is I was just hoping that this DoorDash driver would pull up on this dog and then we just get out and get all this Italian food delivered to my mom and me and my sister. But it didn't happen. But we played games and you know, Allison's okay, so I'm bummed about the dog. Allison's very bummed about the dog. Yeah. Um, Betty saw it all happen. Betty didn't give a fuck. She, 
the savage dog. She didn't care. She's like, if he dies, he dies, dude. <laughs> Not phased in the least bit. We're all shooken up, and Betty's just coming over with a toy immediately after. Like, play with me, play with me, play with me. But he's like, yeah, he got what he deserved. Yeah, dude. Don't come into my yard. <laughs> Sarah would have wanted to save that dog. I've, I would not have, have. We would not have put the money down to save that dog. Um, we we probably would have. I'm a dog guy too. You know, I love just, dogs, but that would have been thousands. I'm sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. You probably got to get a set of those little custom made wheels to run around on just the front paws. I think that would be fun thing. to have that dog though. It'd be fun, but you'd resent that dog for the ten thousand dollars it cost to get <laughs> the treatments and all this shit. Um, we, I mean, I, I think I've told the story before on here where Sarah saved that one cat that was just showing up. You remember that? No, but I when believe we, it. When we first moved in, like we had the the front door open with just the the glass door, and this one cat walks up and is just like face to face with one of our cats at the glass door and it's got this big wound on his neck. So Sarah like goes outside to see if he's he's friendly and, and he was pretty friendly and then he ran off and she's like, we're taking this cat in. I'm like, we can't take a cat in. We can't take a cat in with a giant wound. But like, you know, if whatever you gotta do to, to get it some help, I'm, I'm on board with that. So she like has this Facebook group that she's a part of, these weirdo cat lovers of Cleveland. <laughs> and she, that's actually the, that the, the, name, that's of the name of it. Yeah, um, I'm not passing judgment, although they are very strange. And she, like, gets a trap from somebody. We drove out to, like, Seville, Ohio or somewhere random. And we get a trap. And, like, we set it up. And the very next day, we see a cat there in the morning. We go out there. It's not that cat. It's a different cat. <laughs> so we're trying to get this fucking straight cat out. And I'll be goddamn. If, right when she gets that cat out, the one with the neck wound just appears right behind her. He's just standing there. <laughs> so she's like, okay, I'll put more food in there and see if he goes in. He did. She took him in. He he ended up getting saved. She uh, went and paid for the adoption fees, like prepaid, so whoever wants him can just come in and get him. And he got uh, scooped up by a hopefully loving family. <laughs> Is it me that you're looking for? <laughs> <laughs> it was so crazy. It was unbelievable. The panic of like, oh shit, that's the wrong cat. I was like, well, <laughs> we don't know if he's friendly. Good luck getting him out of there. Yeah, we've got 36 cats we got to take to the vet now. <laughs> I hate stray cats. And I don't hate the cat as an animal. I hate the people that fucking put the food out for him and then it, winter time comes up and these cats are fucked. Because it's think it's been a nice winter, so they haven't all died. But these cats just die in the winter here. It's fucking stupid. Like I guess I mean I've never seen a dead one, so I don't know what they do to uh, to hide themselves. But like I I feel like these aside from my fat silly ones that have just been ruined, cats are survivors, man. They'll just they'll find something to eat. They'll find some place to stay warm. Some of them unfortunately will crawl up into a car and then uh, get fucked up by that. But like cats are survivors, man. Nine lives. That, that shit's no joke. I'll see them in season. So, like, they'll disappear. It's like... They might have migrated yeah, south. You don't know. Yeah, they, they flew south for the winter. Hop the train. Uh, my mom is one of those people who will put out the food for the cat. There's a cat. <laughs> <clears throat> the first cat we had when I was growing up, we, we had a dog. I was, like, 16 or 17. Uh, I had broke one of the garage windows out playing you know, street hockey in the driveway. And, uh, this black cat kept jumping in and out of our garage. 
And my dad was going to shoot it with the BB gun. And he was like, oh, your mom will fucking kill me if I shoot this cat. <laughs> so, the, so the next day he goes out to the garage and finds three kittens. And he's like, this black cat's lucky I didn't kill it. So <clears throat> he made a deal with he made a deal with my mom that if she found homes for the kittens that we could keep the cat. So you could eat the cat. The thro- keep the cat. Okay, you broke up a little bit keep- there. Yeah, my bad. Um, <laughs> so so they named it Lucky because it it was lucky he didn't kill it, and. Uh, then you know randomly if she noticed that there was a stray in the neighborhood she would start putting food out for it one time i go to leave i open the fucking door there's a possum on the back porch eating cat food i'm like god damn it you know i slam the door closed probably scare the shit out of it it takes off running you know those things are Um, disgusting oh yeah that that is an ugly ugly creature the possum but uh like sarah wanted to make some sort of like cat sanctuary for for cold cats in winter, I'm like, no, we're we're not just gonna have strays all over our property. It's just I'm not doing it. And she keeps fighting me on it. I'm sure one day when I'm sick and frail, she's gonna have that. <laughs> she doesn't listen to this, does she? Nope. Good, thank God. No, I actually, said, she, she did start. She did start. Fuck. I'm yeah. sorry, Sarah. I don't hate you. <laughs> I think it's nice that you share all the groups on the the Instagram and Facebook, like. I'm, I'm, I'm an animal person, too, but I just... Sometimes these cats out here, like, I just think it keeps them coming. I don't know. She's it's cat adopted. mother Teresa. They had, a, they had a like, a catch and release, like, spay and neuter program here, but they did away with it, and then these cats fuck, too, dude. Like, they fuck. Yeah, they do. They fuck. <laughs> they're, they're, they're horny, they're horny <laughs> animals, so... That kind of is really what you need to do is you know, spay and neuter these cats, and you can kind of get it under control, but... They're running around fucking, dude. There's nothing you can do about it. Apparently, we got a we got a real deer problem in this area, and they're going to start popping motherfuckers. We got a notice saying, "Hey, you're you're part of the Rocky River Reservation community because we live right on top of it." And they're like, "We're going to start shooting them." So, uh, if you see signs, stay out of the area. <laughs> Damn. Who's shooting them? Just the Metro anybody? Parks. Damn. Yeah. Dude, what are the deer? I mean, I know Bill Burr had a bit about it. A while ago, uh, one of his first albums. But what do the deer do? Just get hit by cars? Is that like they're damaging cars? Like, why are deer a menace? Uh, probably also produce and a uh, number of things like that. It, there's there's numbers on how much you know population of a certain type of species there can be for an area. And Except if it gets, humans. <laughs> if it gets to be too much, then they got to thin them out, you know? And yeah, they cause car accidents. Not just like damaging the car itself, but like, you know, drivers that swerve. You can fuck shit up. Yeah. They're, they're a menace. Take one to the face through the windshield. That would suck a bag of dicks. Yeah, it would. Have you guys ever hit a deer? No. Knocking on wood. I almost did once. It was scary as fuck. I was 16 going to a high school party. Uh, may or may not had a couple. And uh, I had all the beer for the party in my car. It was in my trunk, in coolers, and in the back seat, in coolers. And had I not fucking swerved and missed that deer, I would have ruined about 50 or 60 high school kids' night, and I would have been in jail. (laughs) (laughs) Did I ever tell you about my first car accident? No. 
So I was at the, uh, I was 19 years old and um, there was the one gas station on the south side of the 117th and Clifton um, intersection. There's that, it's like a shell gas station with like this tiny little convenience store inside, like the smallest one I've ever seen that you can actually walk into. And they used to not card for beer at all. So my buddy and I, we had had a day planned to just get fucked up. We were, we got a bunch of stuff. And I was, uh, I was going to get the beers. I successfully purchased two cases of beers. I go out and like an idiot, I'm making a left onto 117th, but like very close to this intersection. So there's a bus there. And I looked around the bus and I, I thought I was clear to go and pull out and just got T-boned by a Volvo. And it was two very nice older people. And like they, I had not been driving that long. I got my, my license the summer, right before the summer before college. Like the, the day before prom is when I got my driver's license. So I didn't have a car at school. So I didn't have all that much driving experience. I had my mom's minivan. Um, I, I get hit. They were very nice about it. And as they're assessing the damage and calling the police to file the report, I go into the back, I take the beer, I like hold it in front of me as I'm walking away and I walk into the gas station. I say, hey, I just got hit by a car. Uh, I'm underage. You just sold me this. I need you to hold on to this. Oh, no way. Yep. And the guy goes, oh shit, okay. So I go outside, (laughs) I deal with everything. I try to go back inside and get it. He goes, I'll give you a refund, but I I can't give this back to you. Oh, man. So no beer that night. Did you go back to that well later in the... Later in your life. Yes, absolutely. Oh, nice. They didn't care. Yeah, no. But that night, no beers. Damn. Dude, there was a place on Lima. We would we would buy beer and like cigs from them and stuff. Bill's drive through And we left school one day to go sell yearbook ads. We went in and bought a 12-pack of beer, two packs of cigarettes, and fucking sold them a yearbook ad at the same time. <laughs> 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 that's amazing yeah it was super tight we were done for the day <laughs> I love how you were being like a good responsible school student selling yearbook ads and doing degenerate things at the same time the duality of man it was a lot of fun a lot of fun <laughs> well uh, I never got hit by a deer but I did try to give one chicken tenders <laughs> how close did you get I mean, I just pulled up. Uh, when I lived at Cross Creek, they were always out in the yard and shit. I pulled up with my camera rolling and be like, hey, you want some chicken tenders? <laughs> Try, trying to make some chicken tender friends. I know you're an herbivore, but if you only tried the other side of things, maybe you'd like it. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Your teeth you may not know. be able to handle it. That would suck, dude. You fucking my dumb fat ass feeds it deer fucking chicken tenders chokes and it chokes <laughs> fucking dies out in front of families and fucking kids and shit no oh, that's wild but animals will come to you if you have chicken tenders that is a, ru- a rule of the jungle <laughs> so well, yeah this weekend your mom came into town for a sports related thing we, we can we can tie these things in together nicely yeah, yeah. Uh, we watched nothing of the first night. We played Catan. Is it Catan or Catan? Let me get it. Catan. Catan. 
Catan, not Chris Catan, Catan from Night oh, the Roxbury. I was calling it Catan for sure. One hundred percent calling it Catan. It probably still will, but it's Catan. Yeah. If you have the opportunity to say something wrong, you're going to say it wrong. Yeah. I will say it wrong in nausea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Saturday, I did watch the three-point shootout and the dunk contest, and then I flipped over and watched the end of WWF Elimination Chamber. Uh, that's That was my sporting event. Saturday, three-point contest was cool. I always like three-point contest. Dunk contest was, I thought it was great. I don't know. Did you guys watch it? I did watch it. Um, I mean, the skills competition is kind of garbage. I the agree. Three point is every year it's good. Um, and they do get the stars, but uh, Mac McClung, right? <sighs> yeah. Um, Mac McClung, he's, he's a guy that, you know, I remember seeing all over social media. He was a YouTube yeah. sensation. Um, if you're not going to get the guys who were YouTube sensations that went on to become successes like Zion, Zion's the one that should be the heir apparent to that crown. Him, maybe John Morant, but you know, I'd love to see LeBron do it just one fucking time. None of them are going to do it. I, I, I did not know any of the other players that were in that contest. Me either. I, I had well, no the, idea who they were. One was Kenyon Martin's son. That's the I only reason he was I know in the league. I didn't even know he was in the league. There was that tall ass dude from the Knicks that people just shit all over on social media. Yeah. And then there, I, who was the other guy? I don't even fucking remember who the other guy was. Some guy from was it the Thunder? I don't even remember. He was Houston. the guy that Houston. Okay, no, Houston was Kenyon Martin's son. Yeah, and he came in second, right? Ah, uh, that's a great question. I, I mean, obviously, one person stole the show. Yeah, yeah. Le- we don't even LeBron really fucking others. LeBron single handedly killed the superstar being in the fucking dunk contest that by sucks. refusing to do it. And it is, it is fuck him for that. Like, you know, people want to see these guys dunking, man. You know, I don't know, because like we always wanted to see LeBron, but you know, the the years after LeBron, you did have some superstars entering, like Dwight Howard did. Um But it got like cheesy. It it, it got like I'm gonna jump over a Kia or you know, like some dude dunked in Timberlands last year. Like it's just, I felt this year there wasn't that many gimmicks. I I felt it felt like an old, an what old about dunk that one contest. weird black ball. I still don't understand what that had to do with anything. Oh, it was three D printed, but yeah, I don't know. It was stupid. Who cares? Who yeah, cares? I, I agree. Dunk with a fifty pound ball. That'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> dunk with a medicine ball. Do something. Do something crazy like that. But like. My theory on how this should go moving forward is abandon the NBA player aspect. Um, make it the World Series. Because there's guys out there that just do professional dunks for entertainment, for social media. Just go get those guys. Put put half a million dollars on the line. Make this their Super Bowl. Make this what they work up to every single year and have the world's best dunkers, period. Just go do that. Because it's, it's, you know, at this point, the show dunking it is a completely different thing. Get somebody from the Harlem Globetrotters to come do something crazy. I don't know, but it it, it had, last year was it bottomed out. It hit rock bottom. Mac McClung, sure. people were saying he single handedly saved it. I agree. It, it was as bad as I've ever seen last year. And if you'll notice, Mac McClung, he didn't miss any dunks. That was what was most impressive. Like everything yeah. was first try. 
And that's what really kills shit. If you see somebody try it three times and then on the fourth they get it, it's like, oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, I agree, man. It was, it was good though. It was a, it was a good, it was a good contest. I mean, all in all, like the other guys weren't like terribly boring, and there wasn't a lot of misses. There was a couple, but yeah, the one with Kenyon Martin's dad, with with, with Kenyon Martin yeah. himself. Yeah. Uh, throwing the ball up, he he kept fucking it up. So that yeah. took them like three or four tries, and then it was a fair dunk at the end. I think Mac McClung shot shot his you know his best dunk came was the first one. I wish he would have saved that one for the the finals. I know you nothing's grant for, you know granted, but um, I think that was his coolest dunk was the uh, one guy on another guy's shoulders holding the ball up, and then he jumped over the guy, grabbed it hit it against the backboard, then dunked it. Like, that was the coolest fucking one. I don't know. That that double pump that he did in the air was pretty impressive, too. I mean, they were all super impressive. He had the top three dunks of the night. Oh, for sure. I like the, the one guy, <laughs> the one that everybody's shitting on, the super tall guy. First of all, he was, like, grabbing the net, and he, he just kept wanting to do that, like, uh, the what, what's the Vince Vince Carter Vince one? Vince Carter hand in the net, or the, the elbow. The cookie the jar net. or whatever. Yeah. Like he was trying to make that one cool, and if he would have successfully two handed done that, that would have been some some pretty awesome shit. But he like got one in, and then had to like work his the other one in after that. And he was get, getting pretty well ripped by the uh, the announcers and shit. But oh yeah, I think that after Mac McClung, the number one storyline to emerge from this weekend is the includence of Carl uh, Malone. Carl Malone, <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> We all have really horrible but fond memories of Jimmy Kimmel and Blackface doing Carmelo. Yeah. <laughs> at the time was just good old fashioned hilarious, and now you're like, oh no, I'm so sorry. I am so so sorry yeah. for even liking it in the first place. Jesus Christ, Carmelo! Like I, I, you know, growing up, like you didn't hear about that, and then it like kind of surfaced, and you were like, oh shit! Like I remember his daughter coming out and saying, I don't have a father. He was a sperm donor. And, like, his son was like, fuck him, too. And then you find out, like, he fucking knocked up a 13-year-old when a he was 13 20. 13-year-old when he was 20. That oh, is Jesus. massively problematic. And then, like, they were going to file statutory rape charges. Um, but he was about to get drafted into the NBA and have this promising career start. They're like, okay, we'll just we'll get a bunch of money from him, so we're not going to file charges. And then he makes the NBA and, like, just totally disowned the kid and was like, I'm not giving you a fucking cent and never paid for shit. And then I guess he has another son that like found him and, and from a different woman wanted to be in his life. And he goes, I don't, I don't fucking know you. I don't, you're not my kid. And the guy was in the NFL. Yeah. Wild, wild. Carmel was a real piece of shit. And they just had him up there, dude. They just had him up there. I didn't see John Stockton. Was John Stockton around? He wouldn't get his vaccine. Yeah. <laughs> but they're like, come on. Come on, Carl. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, I mean, one is obviously so much worse than the other, but that duo is, uh, ended up being a pretty wacky duo. Yeah. Glad they didn't win any titles. Pretty, <laughs> Frankly. Pretty lowbrow NBA jam lineup right there. <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, Wait, what did John Stockton do? Did he not collect his dog after it got hit by a car? <laughs> no. 
No, he's he's not that bad. Um, he was just a big anti-vaxer and ended up getting removed from his alma mater, Gonzaga. He went to basketball games and refused to wear a mask, and they like made him leave. Jesus Christ. I just saw someone comparing. They're like, oh, uh, the government's telling you that the the air in Ohio is, is fine to breathe, but for two years we had to wear a mask because of the the Chinese flu, and I'm just like, Jesus fucking Christ, man. These people will fucking conflate and reduce everything and, and try to compare apples to oranges. It's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. The thing that got and, me was for so long, and it's still happening, of, of people talking about the mask and going, oh, it, it was proven to be false and proven that they were lying to you. The mask, the mask doesn't protect you. They've been saying that the whole time. The mask does not protect you. It protects other people from you. So if everybody's wearing it and staying distanced, overall, cumulatively, this does a pretty good job. But everybody's right. like, well, the mask doesn't protect you, you idiot. It's like, I could keep saying this over and over again to you. It's just not going to sink in, is it? Right. Ugh. 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 But I'm so glad masks are gone. I fucking hate them. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> tight. It's tight again. Um, but all in all, it was it was a pretty good weekend. Everything everything said. I mean, I thought it elimination chamber. I don't know. Did you guys watch it? We didn't watch any. To, we'll see don't if Sarah spoil it yeah. for you, Brian. I think didn't uh, didn't Roman win? Yeah, Roman won. Roman won. Of course he did. This is why we stopped watching. We we don't watch much WWE anymore. She's keeping up on AEW, but Roman Reigns sucks. Roman Reigns fucking sucks. And I am so sick of them pushing him, and they won't do anything new, and it just blows. I don't think Sammy could have carried the title. I think, I think they couldn't have put him on him, even though he's way over. I think he would have fizzled out really quick. He, Roman Reigns is healing the fuck out of it right now. Uh, I, I haven't seen anybody over like Sammy in a long time, and it's because Roman is doing such a good job outside of the ring, I, my personal opinion. But I think he sucks as a wrestler. He's boring. He's boring as shit. I don't like him. Um, but Paul Heyman does so much heavy lifting for everything involved with him. Yeah, well, of course, Paul Heyman's fucking the man, but he um, is. The elimination chamber match was super tight. Um, the men's, um, I kind of watched a couple of other matches, but I, nothing stood out. But it was a, it was a good card, top to bottom. The only like iconic watch. elimination chamber I can remember is where RVD crushed Triple H's windpipe. I don't even remember that one. Yeah, he 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 got on top of the like the chamber. And jumped off and ended up hitting him in the throat and like, crushed his windpipe. Ooh, that sucks. Yeah. That sucks bad. This one was worth the watch. It was very good. The match was good. Do you ever watch WrestleMania videos? It's a YouTube account. I've seen Botchamania. I've never watched WrestleMania, but I'm sure it's pretty similar. Just like top 10 behind the scenes kind of stuff. I that, that That's what I like. I, I can't get enough of that shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Botchamania is pretty good, too. Yeah. They just, like, will show clips of guys just fucking things up and, like, landing on their necks and making fun of them. It's fun. They yeah. put one out once a week or so. It's good. I'm down with that kind of shit. Yeah. Botchamania is tight. Dave, Dave, you all right there, dude? He's Dave's loving this sleeping. conversation. He's sleeping. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm good, man. He's been up, up making potions all night, dude. Learning spells you're not supposed to be learning. 
That's amazing. You know, it's a really good YouTube channel. I highly recommend is a guy. He, it's called let's game it out. And he mostly plays like simulator kind of games. And he just, he, he just tests the limits and plays them just to be as, as weird as possible. Like he played like a, uh, like a roller coaster theme park simulator game and turned it into the, just this absolute nightmare of people getting launched at rocks and everybody dying in these horrible hellscapes that they had to walk through to leave and just it, it's very very funny <laughs> what's it called nice let's game it out let's game it out okay it's good shit i'll send you i'll send you one or two of them cool hell yeah um we're a little shy is there anything Baseball's reporting. Do you any, any baseball stuff you want to talk about, Brian? Yes, there really is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> people are turning off now. There's people that love you talking about baseball and people that hate you talking about baseball. That's fine. I love me I talking love about it. baseball. That's all that matters. Um, we'll, we'll put it at the ass end. Daniel Espino is is uh, like a his shoulder is it's like a, a stress injury or something like that, but. He's just getting hurt too much. And for a power pitcher, it just feels like Danny Salazar 2.0, and it's it's getting me nervous. And he's supposed to be our, our one of our top prospects, if not the top prospect. He's a guy that throws over 100 consistently. Um, some people see him as a closer in the future. Some people see him as a, a legit elite starter. And I, I'm getting a little nervous because he's had a few injuries now, and he's still very young. And... I, Maybe he should have been a piece that they looked to move um, when wheeling and dealing this offseason, like the Sean Murphy trade or anything like that. I mean, we'll see what Zanino's got at catcher, but I don't know. Maybe this kid is somebody we potentially, just something to keep an eye on, need to, to move sooner rather than later but before his stock really falls because they're saying another, what, four to five months or something like that, something crazy, and I don't love it. Damn. Yeah. That sucks. That yeah, sucks. He was supposed to be the next guy. I mean, you also have like Gavin Williams, people like Tanner Bibby, but um, let's see what Meisel said about the time frame on this uh, Espino injury. Also, our first round pick from 2022 is going to be out for a while. Let's see. Yeah, top pitching prospect Daniel Espino shut down at least eight weeks. Okay. And then the four to five months is the uh, Chase DeLauder. <laughs> who was the first-round pick last year in 2022. He's got a strain-slash-tear in his shoulder, Daniel Espino. I don't, I don't like that. I mean, guys get injured. I mean, is this, like, career-ending? I don't know no, enough about it. I, I don't think it's career-ending, but if, if, it's got, if it's a pattern, it could be like we had with Danny Salazar. He was a guy that was supposed to throw over 100 consistently. He was the, the next big thing. And then we got a little taste of him in the MLB – he lost a little bit of, of velocity. Still throwing 97. That was great. But then he just kept getting hurt and kept getting hurt and kept getting hurt. And he never really materialized to be who we thought he would be. And it sucked. And I'm I'm hoping Daniel Espino doesn't go down that same route. But overall, still excited about Guardian season starting. All the, the Terry Francona quotes about, you know, if, if I wasn't working in baseball, what would I be doing? I'd just be sitting around wishing I worked in baseball. I love that shit. That guy's the best. <laughs> um, I love the the infield and what that's supposed to be this year. Just a, another year and and a you know new first baseman to platoon with Naylor. But you have great defensive players with Rosario Jimenez and of course Jose. 
the outfield. I'm hoping Oscar Gonzalez doesn't regress, uh, but he's he's my top pick to to be the regression candidate. I think you'll see better out of Miles Straw. Um, I just don't think he was nearly as bad at the plate as he was last year. He needed to reset himself. And then Stephen Kwan, I think, is going to remain being a very consistent, amazing contributor. I saw a crazy stat. I think it was today where I don't remember what it was, but it was like, you know, like rookies that had, you know, batted 270, had this many stolen bases and this many RBIs. It was fucking Kwan, Kenny Lofton, and Ichiro. Like, I was like, damn, that's pretty good fucking company. I was like, I didn't realize, like, I know he was good, but goddamn, dude. Like, yeah. It's really hard to not make the Ichiro comparison. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, dude, um, I didn't even think of that. Not not even not even just ethnically, although ethnically is always going to be something that it's hard not to compare an Asian player that's hitting the ball very consistently without power to, to you know, not compare them to Ichiro. But um, his plate approach is, is so, like, beyond his years. Um, his ability to see the strike zone the way that he does uh, his plate discipline. It's just off the charts crazy. So like, those are all the peripheral numbers that lead you to believe, okay, this guy's just for real. This isn't a, a one year wonder kind of thing where, you know, like uh, Oscar Mercado, Oscar Mercado hit over 300 one year. And then next year he's hitting 220, And then the next year he's hitting 215. Like I'm, I mean, I'm guessing those numbers, but not good. Um, I, I don't see that for Steven Kwan. I think we got ourselves a, a bona fide star in this league. Nice. Hell yeah, dude. That's good. That's how, that's how we have to do it. Yeah. If you can get, uh, you know, 20 homers out of Mike Zanino, who's done it before, just a couple years ago, if you can get, you know, hopefully 30 homers out of Josh Bell, who did that before just a couple years ago, this team could really be in business as long as uh, the rotation comes along. I... I know the top two guys are set. I I like Cal Quantrill. That's three guys. That, that's a pretty nice rotation right there. But um, I don't know if you run it back with uh, you know Plesac and Savali the same way. Hopefully somebody emerges in uh, spring training that can take one of their spots. I hate Plesac. I wish he'd be off the roster. Well, we we know that. We yep. know that you hate Plesac. I'm gonna keep hammering that home. Um, but at least he doesn't have a shitty back tattoo. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, his, his tattoos are fine, I guess, but it's the hissy fits. It's just the hissy fits. What a bitch. Um, we're almost there. You guys got anything coming up? Uh, yeah, I'll be out at Uniontown Provisions on Friday with uh, with David Morales uh, out in Lorraine, and then I'll be doing some uh, some live Kino stuff coming up too. No, what is yeah. like? Please tell us some more. I don't know how many, what kind of details I'm allowed to give, but uh, I'll be doing some out and about in person stuff. The, the oh snap! Social yeah. butterfly will be fluttering around. Oh, actually, be a social butterfly. What? Uh, are you allowed to talk about your other thing? Um, I I'm still I don't have any any dates quite yet. I just know that I was given the gig to be the uh, the number two host of of cruise in on Bally Sports, so I'm I'm pumped about that. I. TV credit. That's fun. A big car guy, Brian Kenny. Big car guy. Yeah, dude. And got an engine? Nice. Yeah. <laughs> was that a Force 57? What are those oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to watch. I cannot which level, wait. Which level octane are you putting in this <laughs> How many octanes? 
So Does baby do a five? <laughs> <laughs> you got to come up with a catchphrase. <laughs> you need a catchphrase. You need a catchphrase. Shoot us a mess. Boobin, baby. Vroomin and boomin. No, I don't know. Is that good? I don't know. Pump, pump the brakes. <laughs> Whoa, know your role and shut your mouth. <laughs> I think that one's taken. Nope, it's mine now. <laughs> He's not using it. He's busy. Oh, you get a catchphrase, dude. The merch. The merch. <laughs> think about the merch. You'll finally be able to have some merch. Vroomin and boomin. Vroomin and boomin. You can make a, a steering done. wheel. <laughs> Get her done. <laughs> you can make a steering wheel of mushroom. <laughs> I don't think I could bring that world into uh, into the car world, into the no. Bally Sports TV world. No, 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 probably not. <laughs> just, just rooming, no booming. <laughs> <laughs> Take an anti-mushroom stance publicly. V- rooming, <laughs> rooming to booming. I don't know. It's not terrible. It's okay. We'll come up with a catchphrase for you. Okay. You can't do vroom vroom. That's already a catchphrase. Fuck. I expect 10 on my desk by next Monday. Deal. <laughs> you, if you have a catchphrase for Brian on the cat, on the fucking drive show, message me, message Dave if you know us, or email 10 Cent Beer Life. I might check the email. I know we got a bunch of emails that I never read anymore. But I, <laughs> most of them is Buck. It's, it's our, my buddy Buck that works on the festival. Dave knows him pretty well. I think you know him. Yeah, too. dude. Buck will email the show from time to time. I know we had like one about scamming people. Buck gave us a whole list of scams. I should read them sometime. But What about uh, <laughs> Cowabunga? Don't have a cow, man. <laughs> I think it's taken. <laughs> Thank it, Buck. <laughs> uh... Dave, do you got anything coming up? Not a thing. Making potions. At home this weekend at uh, Mahal's apartment. Doors at 9.30, shows at 10.30. Uh, we got a banger lineup. I think I might do stand-up. I haven't done stand-up in like six months, so it's going to be brutal. Uh, it'll get, I'll get through it. You I'll do great every it. time I see you. Thanks, Brian. I yep. appreciate it. Somehow you don't rust. I do rust. I do rust. Just I forget words. You know how bad I am at saying words? Like, I do that. Like, I'll just... It's not your strength no matter what. I'll just... I'll be up there and, like, I'll just go... It's part of the charm. It's, it's part of the act. <laughs> I guess so. So, well, that does it, I think. All right. Anything well, else? No. I'm going to go take my dump. Peace. Go Cleveland. Mm-hmm. We're still recording. I know. Bonus footage. Heavy it's, breathing. It's saying stopping. They're, they're used to the heavy breathing. <laughs> <laughs> the fourth character on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Call the artist. Get him on there. <laughs> it won't stop. It won't stop recording. Well, we just have an eternal podcast now. Yeah. <laughs> Why won't it stop? It won't stop. You can go poop. I mean, all right. Yep, I'm out. I'm I'll gonna figure go take my dump. I can edit. Stay, stay mic'd up. <laughs> no, I'm out. <laughs> Take it in there with you. <laughs> huh? I'll Interesting. Be Is it still recording? Yeah. That's what it says. Bonus footage. It just says stopping. Don't talk about anything you don't want out there right now.
Well, can't you just chop it off the end? Yeah. I'm glad you said that because exactly what I'm about to ask you is something. Just play. 